Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thanks for joining with me again today. This is like episode number 403. Can you believe that? of the podcast. And we're going through the Gospel of John, and we're in chapter 3. And yeah, I know, we're taking a little bit of time right here just to sort of think upon things, reflect upon things, to sort of catch what sometimes we refer to the little nuances of things, you know. Uh, here's what the bottom line is that we've seen to this point in time. Have you been born again? That's what Jesus uh, said to Nicodemus. He didn't even ask the question. He just declared it. You must be born again. Nicodemus was uh, uh, searching Jesus out. He wanted to know some things. We don't know exactly what it was. He's just acknowledging that he's a great teacher. But Jesus says, you must be born again. And Nicodemus says, well, how can this be? And Jesus gives some examples. He says, well, it's like the wind. The Spirit comes in the same way, you know. And then he gave a great example from Nicodemus being the Pharisee that he was, that he would understand this. He says, in the same way that Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, this is verse 14 of John 3, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So he was telling him in the same way that uh, that serpent was made of bronze and put on top of a pole when people were bit by poisonous serpents, when they looked upon that serpent on the pole, they were healed. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to be lifted up. He's going to be on the pole, a cross, so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. I love the way it's sort of phrased in John 3 in the New American Standard. So that whoever believes will in him have eternal life. What does the King James say? Let me see. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And that's John 3, 15. Then John 3, 16, which is so well known, said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal or everlasting life. And as I said in the last episode, uh, most of the translations you'll read 16 through 21, and it'll have these uh, the letters in red, which means that Jesus is speaking that. But I'll tell you what, that red letter is a form of commentary. You know, we don't have the original documents in red letters. And there are there is a school of thought that verses 16 through 21, which in are read in most translations, that perhaps John was the one who was actually saying this. And I'm, I'm actually a little more inclined toward that right now, but I'm, I'm totally open to being incorrect, <laughs> okay? And it doesn't really matter. Because I, I, guess, I just want us to read it from uh, maybe the understanding this time that John is writing this. So John is explaining this to us. Again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And we've talked about this already but because we, we saw it earlier, but here is the, the main time we see this only begotten, the one and only, unique, okay? It's one-off son. Jesus was not created, okay? He wasn't created. We'll see that in John. You see it in First John. He wasn't created. He is God, the Father, the Son, the Spirit. His only begotten. He is the only one. He is the unique one. Uh, the ESV says that he gave his only son. When you see that, that uh, uh, sort of connotes some 
you know, he might have had other sons. And particularly when you take some things into account with uh, Psalm 82 and the divine counsel and the sons of God, people can bring forth some misinterpretation right here. Jesus is the unique one. Verse 17, though, he tells us some things. For God did not send the son or his son is what King James says. ESV says his son. John 3 says the son. He did not send his son into the world to judge the world but that the world might be saved through him. So we see the purpose of Jesus' coming into the world. Ah, the first time, okay? The first time when he came, he came not to judge, but he came to save. He makes that very clear. Now, when he comes again the next time, it's going to be a different thing, okay? Verse 18, he who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And so what John is saying right here is, or what Jesus is saying is John's account, which one it happens to be, is that if you believe in him, you will not be judged. And you think, well, what is that all about? Because I thought we were going to be before the judgment seat of Christ. Well, we are the Bema seat. But that's from the point of view of uh, rewards. It's not the judgment of righteousness, okay, the righteousness of whether you're saved or not. That's the great white throne. The great white throne is where those who have not believed will be judged. And what it says right here, they're judged already. Because the only way that you can be in right relationship with God is to be sinless. And no man has ever been sinless. No one has been. And so the great white throne judgment, if you don't believe you're going to be before the Lord in that judgment environment, and the judgment's already come down. And why? Because you have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. How's the ESV? Because he has not believed in the name, okay? And when it says in the name, uh, what does that mean? What do you think that's talking about? You see that all through Scripture, this whole idea of the name of the Lord, the name. What that refers to is the totality of the character of who God is. You know, even when Moses asked God to say, hey, who should I tell the folks to send to me? He says, I am. I am that I am. God's not going to be limited by any name. We see names all the way through. We see him as uh, the, the Jehovah Rapha. Okay? We see him Jehovah Jireh, the great healer, the great provider. But all these things speak to his character. Okay, and who he is. And so that's what he's saying right here, is that we believe in who Jesus is as the only begotten Son of God. Let me read a couple more verses right here. Verse 19. This is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. Verse 20. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light, for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. And so the next verse, verse 22 says, and after these things. So we have right here either one of two things, either verse 16 through 21, uh, John is interpreting what's said right here and giving us an account of it, or Jesus is continuing to talk, and he's continuing to talk to Nicodemus. There's powerful understanding of that, okay? Maybe that both of them are correct, okay? He is laying out before Nicodemus and before us that the judgment is coming. 
And the light has come in the world, but you know what? Men love the darkness rather than the light. Remember how John started off in the first chapter talking about the, the light and the darkness? And Jesus is saying, I am the light. If you do evil, you hate the light. If you come to the light, the light will drive the darkness away. The reason that people do evil and they don't come to light is because of fear, and they're afraid that their deeds will be exposed. But then verse 21, but he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. In other words, having been done, having been carried out in God. The ones that are in the light will bring forth and manifest godly deeds. Those that are in dark will do evil deeds. Even though they may profess to be in the light, they will still do evil deeds. Tell you what, before you lay down upon your night bed tonight, go and read these first uh, 21 verses here of John 3. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.